Welcome to Building Your T-Shirt Empire, powered by ShirtAgency.com. Get ready to take a trip inside the apparel industry for the best tips, tricks, and interviews. And now, here's your host, Cole Lundstrom. Hello. So this week, we have a very exciting guest. We have the co-founder of Bella Canvas, Danny Harris. Hey, Danny, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? My name is Danny Harris. And I am the co-founder of Bella Canvas. I started this brand and company back in 1992 with my business partner, who was my best friend at the time, and happy to say he still is my best friend. And I own exactly 50% of the business, and he owns exactly 50% of the business. And our company motto is to be different. And uh, we really live by that, even from when we started the business back in 1992, when everyone else was going off to college and uh, you know thinking about what schools and where they were going. Uh, my best friend and I were thinking about how we were going to start this clothing company and make it special and different, and how we were going to compete and win in such a mature and big industry. Oh, that's great. I'd love to hear a little bit more about starting the company. Uh, how old were you when the two of you first began? Were you fresh out of high school? Well, so we started right We started right out of high school. In fact, we, uh, we formalized the business right out of high school. However, as business partners, uh, our first business together as our partnership was in eighth grade, and uh, it was actually mistletoe. Uh, we went around and we sold mistletoe. Uh, the, the cost of goods were cheap because it was free. We just had to put the labor into it, which was he and I, and we'd go climb trees, cut it down, and then pa- package it and sell mistletoe during the Christmas season. But as my business partner likes to say, it was too seasonal. <laughs> so we started, we started to look into you know, other ways that we could really express ourselves more in a um, in a commerce way. And by the time our sophomore year in high school, we had something that happened called uh, the Battle of the Bay, which was a baseball game between the Oakland A's and the San Francisco Giants. And uh, it was a huge deal in the Bay Area, Northern California, where we were from. And we went out to, I think it was Logo 7 at the time, and we asked for a license to be able to sell their shirts. And they gave it to us as, you know, young teenagers. And we sold a lot of Battle of the Day shirts. But then our senior year in high school, two years later now, and I think we did a few things in between then, uh, besides just doing our senior t-shirts, I think as a lot of kids do in high school, we did. Uh, we had a war, which was the first Gulf War. And at the time, you couldn't find an American flag on anything. So we started printing American flags on t-shirts. We were able to do it in many different ways. It was very successful. So right after high school, we decided with our success in selling senior t-shirts and our success in selling American flags on t-shirts for the Gulf War, we actually decided to start a, I don't want to say a t-shirt company, but more of like a full package type company where we would we would organize talented artists and designers along with, you know, finding, you know, 
T-shirts available, uh, blanks off the shelf goods. We would put different kinds of screen prints on it. Sometimes corporate prints for different corporate companies, but lots of times it might be for a festival or an event. And our business was born. We we started it then, right out of high school. We were eighteen and nineteen years old. Was that Bella Canvas or was that uh, was that color image? Well, it was color image and. Color Image today owns a number of different clothing brands. Um, our biggest clothing brand is Bella Canvas. We didn't formalize the brand, the label Bella and Canvas until a number of years into the business. And if you're interested, I'll explain to you how we got in that got into that if, if that's something you're interested in. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to know how you decided to differentiate yourself in the blank marketplace and like what that aha moment was that you realized you had something that you could offer that people would be more excited about than than a, a standard blank. Well, in all aspects of the business, we were always about being different. And back in the day, this is going back many years ago, we were screen printers, full package embellishers. And at first we were just doing very different type of screen printing. Uh, we were pioneers in a printing called high density back in the day. We some of the first to embrace in-depth printing. We were uh, you know, always up to date in regards to whether it was puff printing or, or discharge printing and, and, and all of that, which then eventually we started getting the attention of big brands at the time, which like Levi's or Back then, all the surf and skate industry brands were really big, like the, the Roxy's, the Oakley's, the Hurley's, the Quicksilver, uh, Billabong, Santa Cruz. All these brands, including Fox Racing, really liked this alternative or edgy type printing we were doing. So what we were going out, we were, we were offering them this top-of-the-line screen printing, but when we would go to our off-the-shelf blanks to put the print on, they weren't happy, they weren't satisfied. At the time, this is before Bella Canvas was born, there was just um, Hanes, Fruit of the Loom, Jerseys, Gildan, there was a brand called Oneida, or Onida, Screen Stars Best, and they were really just promotional type brands. Kind of like today, you know, those other brands I named that are still in the business are really your promotional type you know, brands, which they're good brands. All of them are good brands. We just all have a different place in the market. Yeah. Well, these brands like Quicksilver and them said, hey, look, we love this printing. It's really neat, but we want something more retail, something more, you know, sexy, something softer, something more fitted to really, you know, uh, be in line with who, you know, their customers were. And at that time, we decided to start making, which was called a baby doll tee, which was a baby rib form-fitted tee for women. We started selling it to Quicksilver and Roxy, you know, and they just went crazy with it. It was just blowing up. And after a year or two of making these blanks, along with doing this you know, great screen printing, we reached out to our first distributor, who is Golden State Tees in Northern California. I think they're in San Jose. And we asked them if they would carry this brand, which we named Bella which was the first off-the-shelf fashion blank, you know, brand that you could buy. It was right, I think it was maybe a year or two later, American Apparel was just getting on the scene. 
they used to have a company back then called, uh, I think it was called American Heavy or something like that. And then they jumped on to American Apparel, which ended up being a great fashion blank brand as well. It was born. We started opening up wholesale distributors offering fashionable blanks all around the world. I think we're in 26 countries, all through Europe, Canada, different parts of Australia, and it really got really big. Well, a few years after we started Bella, offering a very forward, fashionable basic for women, the appetite and demand for a men's fashionable basic, off-the-shelf blank, um, the appetite was there, so we started Canvas. And for a few years, we ran, you know, Ballot for Women and Canvas for Men, and it was great. They were both very successful. But after about three or four years together, the brands, we decided to have them merge or get married, if you will, and the brand became Bella Canvas. And then once they became Bella Canvas, we were able to have you know, be able to market it as one brand opposed to, hey, if you're looking for fashionable basics for women, this is your brand. If you're looking for fashionable basics for men, this is your brand. And now we can just say, look, if you're looking for fashionable basics, off-the-shelf blanks, ready to go with, you know, really deep inventory, uh, you know, this is, this is the brand you should get into. And it's been extraordinarily successful, far beyond my imagination. I have very high expectations uh, for everything that I do, and I just have to say that I thought Canvas has exceeded my expectations, which is really nice when those things happen. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I don't know if you know what we do, but I, I own Shirt Agency out in LA, and uh, we just love your guys' blanks. I've, I was first introduced to you guys probably like eight or nine years ago, and I've been, I've been pretty loyal ever since. It's just such like a premium product that it's it's hard to argue with you you can show it to most people and they just want to buy it you know thank you so much thank you i really appreciate that you know i really feel like we have been the solution for a problem that my business partner and i ran into you know 18 years ago 20 years ago where we'd have our customers saying hey i like it but it's not just about price. I want really good quality. I want a fashionable fit and the fashionable colors. If it's dimension that is happening at retail, then Bella Canvas has it. If it's color that's happening at retail, like right now, mid-tones are really big in regards to color. And Bella Canvas has every mid-tone that you would need to accommodate the retailer fashionable appetite. I think it's so important that as you're a younger company and you're starting out, or even if you're a big company, so many people make the mistake of trying to get into private label or not, um, you know, not being happy with some of the products available on the market. And I'm not going to mention those other brands or those names of, that are available on the market, but they're more of a, prof, uh, a promotional um, existence. That is by all means not why Ballot Canvas exists. It's to be able to allow screen printers, embroiderers, uh, direct-to-garment printers. It's, a, it's to allow them to be able to do what they do best, which is unbelievable graphics and screen prints, and then be able to combine it with, I'm telling you, the best available blank products on the marketplace. And what's really cool, what we've done, is we have over 50 
60 million. It's just, it's, it's, it's extraordinary. And really there's been a shift. There's been a, a tipping point that has happened. As I used to say six, seven years ago, join the movement. You know, we were, you know, we were on this movement to really get people out of the promotional mindset of trying to save a penny here and there and buying a carded open-end shirt, which is kind of a heavier, scratchier shirt, which really was really just made to be as cost-effective and efficient as possible. But the problem that was happening is nobody would want to wear it once they got it. So you might have somebody with a budget that's, that's able to buy more shirts because it might be 30 cents less or 50 cents less, but nobody would ever wear it. So we would say, sell them a ballot canvas garment, they'll be proud. If it's a company, they're gonna be proud of their logo and what they're wearing. Or if it's even a promotional thing, you're doing the promotional thing for impressions, people to see you wearing a brand or logo to create thought. Well, the Bella Canvas garment is probably gonna be their favorite shirt they've ever worn, and then they'll continue to keep wearing it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I pitch, uh, when I pitch you guys' product, getting into just like screen printing selling. I actually normally call you guys the Saturday shirt because you just want to wear it every Saturday. And, <laughs> and they totally get it. They understand that concept of a favorite shirt versus any other random shirt they own. Yeah, yeah, no, hey man, I agree with you. It, it really is. And there's so much dimension. There's so many choices that you can make uh, in, in, in getting into the brand. So for example, I think we have over 100 colors today that you can choose from. I think we're at, at close to 32 or 35 different fabrications. And I think we have over 150 different styles. And, you know, drape, dimension, the hand, the softness, the fit, all of those things are so important. And today, with so many of our customers starting their direct-to-garment companies, online merchandising, online selling. You know, a customer back in the day used to be able to buy something and the process was really slow and by the time they got the shirts, they would be disappointed and say, oh, this is scratchy, it's heavy, it's not right for me, it doesn't fit. Well, today with our direct garment customers, the customer lots of times is getting a product one or two days later. And if they're not happy with the product, they're gonna let the customer know immediately or the you know the, the web customer know immediately. That's why I think one of the reasons why Bell Canvas has really succeeded so much is that the customer satisfaction is at an all-time high and people really just wanna be able to build a business on something that they can rely on and something that you know they know that when they bring Bell Canvas into sales presentations, even if they don't understand the customer, the sorority, the fraternity, the restaurant, the need, they know that Bella Canvas always has whatever is fashionable at retail today, Bella Canvas has. And, you know, I can't say that for any of our competitors, which is, I think, one of the reasons why not only is Bella Canvas, as I was saying, doing well, we're the fastest growing company in the industry, and we're the second largest brand in the entire industry. And we're still the fastest growing, which is pretty neat. So with all your experience dealing with, you know, like Diamond Co. or Roxy, what do you think the number one mistake that you see like startup apparel companies making? And then 
what would you recommend to somebody small to avoid it? What What is that thing that you're like, why are you doing this over and over? Well, number one, number one, the number one thing that I, that I see smaller companies make for brands, you know, for brands um, is trying to do private label. Yeah, so many people try to do, well, you know, I love, people being creative and, and it's so important we want innovators we want to be innovative in this industry it adds so much integrity to the industry however going into cut and sew is really it's, it's a big challenge it's a real it's a really big challenge at one time a lot of companies had to go cut and sew route the number one problem with companies is, is inventory liability their capital resources being tied up in inventory. It's the number one issue in most failing businesses. And, you know, cut and sew or, you know, starting to do your own cut and sew, and the inventory liabilities, the mistakes that can happen along the way, you know, lots of times are what ends up tanking companies. And, you know, at one time it was very important to do it. But today there's Bella Canvas out there and there's some other brands as well that really address you know, these fashionable needs, and they can differentiate themselves by actually tearing out our tearaway label and Bella Canvas, putting their label in it, and differentiating themselves with their own marketing, their graphics, you know, and the way that they push their brand through the garment. Yeah, totally. I've seen that same problem before. What new products are you really excited to introduce into the marketplace in the next year or so? Well I, well, I have to tell you, you know, we, we've started this thing called Fast Fashion. Yeah, and we love that fashion, stuff. <laughs> we just got all the samples in like a month ago, and it's awesome. Isn't it great? Yes. So Fast Fashion is really taking exactly today what is hot at retail and bringing it into the wholesale market blank off the shelf for our more creative uh, customers to buy that really are looking to differentiate themselves not just from a graphic, but from a silhouette as well. Uh, fast fashion is, uh, is something that every single month we launch a new style. Um, and so we have 12 new styles this year being launched. We're really excited about being able to go out there and test products, test new colors, new fabrications. Um, you know, I, I know that we have a, a bomber jacket coming out, which is you know, really kind of pushing it for an off-the-shelf product, but we have a bomber jacket coming out in the fall. The whole message and the whole idea for this entire industry of really taking something that's happening now and being able to have it customized and, 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 and be relevant the next day, you know, for their customer. You know, customization is the future. It is in every way. We see it through social media and all other channels, and it's the exact same thing with clothing. We want to allow our customers to be able to customize something, but give them the best link possible, you know, to do it. Yeah. So what what one piece of advice would you give to a small upstart brand uh, who's looking to grow their business, but they know that they've got limited resources? Do you have that that wisdom coming from, from doing it so young out of high school? Absolutely. I'd say, number one, stay true and stay authentic to who you are and why you're doing it because that is sustainable. Don't try to be like anyone else. Do it your way, do it your own way. Keep your eyes wide open 
you know, and have disciplined thought with disciplined action. And that's a tough thing, you know, because along the way, uh, as we were growing Bala Canvas, we knew where we wanted to go. We believed we knew how to get there. But along the way, you might be interested in a shortcut or you might not be so interested in keep reinvesting every penny that you make back into your business. For me, it was the right thing to do and we stayed true and authentic through the whole process. And we're different and people recognize us uh, for that now. And I, I, I would say that's the number, I, I gave a few things, but I would say that's the number one thing is to just be true and authentic to your brand. Before we wrap it up, I'd love to ask you a little bit about uh, manufacturing in the U.S. I know you guys have a huge facility here in California. What is your goal for manufacturing in the U.S. and abroad? Oh, uh, sure. Well, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, we one of our ways that we're different is we, we really push to minimizing our social and ecological footprint. Um, if you were to come to our headquarters in Los Angeles, where we employ over 800 people, we have uh, um, a rigorous uh, um, recycling program that we have put in place where really about the only uh, thing that goes to the landfills is really what the employees bring in with them in regards to their to-go lunches and things like that. Everything from the, 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 uh, the threads, the yarn, the fabric, the boxes, the plastic, the cardboard, everything is recycled which is really neat. We run, uh, we run a good part of the business off of solar power, but in addition to that, to help pull uh, energy and power off the grid, we've got to all motion sensor lighting, the most efficiency lighting you can get, all of the newest advancements in the technologies when it comes to any of the manufacturing things that draw a lot of energy, including adding skylights and so on. So, you know, as I go to bed at night, I feel really good about minimizing our ecological footprint. Uh, however, um, you know, made in the USA is a really big deal. And we do have specific made in the USA garments. The collection isn't super deep. It's a narrow collection, but there are top favorites, you know, our basics, our t-shirts and, and uh, baseball tees and things like that. But what's really neat about Bala Canvas, I have to say, is that a lot of companies will operate under something called CAFTA or NAFTA or different programs like that. Well, we actually run our business through a program that's been around for long before CAFTA or NAFTA was even started where we um, actually dye all of our fabric here in, in America, or just about almost all of it, as well as we cut almost all of it here in America as well as that includes going through the QC process, testing, the, you know, dyeing and finishing, and so on. However, we do assemble a good part of our production in Central America, uh, which is just the sewing component, and then we bring it back here to America to be distributed and shipped to our customers. The great thing about that is when you have a hybrid manufacturing system, that you have in place. We are able to really control the consistency, not just the dye lots, which are so important, but also in the knitting and the manufacturing of our, of our products. So everything is basically coming through Los Angeles 
and then being sent out, whether it's a Central America product or whether it's a 100% made in the USA product. So um, another thing as well that I do have to say, lots of other brands or our competitors have used labor as their efficiency to be able to sell on price, you know, to be able to offer an efficient price. Where about Canvas, we've really embraced technology. We're the most technologically advanced manufacturer in the United States. And what we do is we have this very consistent, sustainable, scalable cutting facility, as well as the way that we dye our products. The way we dye our products is basically, we use about 75% less water than our competitors use to dye their products. Because we do it here in America where, you know, our EPA is really strict in regards to the way that you have to dye your fabrics and so on. And we actually have really partnered with all the Swiss type manufacturing here in Los Angeles, Swiss technologies that have really yielded, you know, one of our missions to, you know, minimizing our social and ecological footprint. So I hope that kind of answers your question. Yeah, that's really cool. Are you guys still doing most of your uh, manufacturing that's in South America in Guatemala? Well, we do it all throughout Central America. So, um, yes, a very big part of it is in Guatemala. We also do a little bit in Honduras, uh, more in Nicaragua. My, my wife is actually born and raised uh, in Guatemala, so she actually always loved that about your brand, was that you guys did so much oh, manufacturing. Oh, really? Yeah, she's always thought that was really cool, and she uh, she had like a little hometown pride because of it. That's fantastic. So in Guatemala, it is our first manufacturing facility that we've opened, and, uh, and we still have it today. So yeah, we've been making uh, millions and millions of garments in Guatemala. A great country, great people and uh, yielding a, a fantastic product. But, you know, we've really invested in America in regards to almost all aspects of our manufacturing chain. Uh, really, the only part that we do in Guatemala or any of the Central American countries is, um, is just the assembly part, which means just the sewing. Well, thank you so much for talking to me i really appreciate you giving me some time so that we could do this i i feel like you gave me so much information i i don't even know what else to ask it's been amazing what you've accomplished <laughs> well thank you so much i really believe that our bella canvas customer doesn't go to try to find out information about bella canvas through catalogs and and through a lot of the print and paper materials which is wonderful for us in regards to our environmental message, but just as well as, you know, digital, technology, the web, all of these things, it is the future, and customization of garments via the web is also the future, and I think this podcast is right in line with that, right in line with the way our customer thinks, so uh, I was really excited to do it, and, and I really appreciate you asking me to be on this. Oh, thanks so much, yeah, you were just, you were like, a dream interview. Wow, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that compliment. You have a wonderful day, Cole. Yeah, have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye.